Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. Welcome to our new place. Ta-da! Very, well, you can't really see it, but it's yeah. nice. I like it here. It's very nice and bright, and we're showing off a brand new keyboard. Ooh, a brand new keyboard and a brand new mat. But what's important about this area is that we have really, really nice light for shoots, and it's just like our old condo na maganda yung ilang namin. Kaya wala kaming cortina ngayon dito. Maaliwalas is life. I believe that that is what I will always look for whenever we move to another place mm -hmm. or whenever we get any other property. I like that we can shoot in natural light because one problem that I did have before in the old places that I used to live in was it was just so dark and sad. Yeah, nakaka-down, nakaka-nega minsan pag dark. Pero naayos yan mm -hmm. with light. So you have two options. You better have a lot of windows facing nice light. Yes. What's the point of windows kung paderang nandun? <laughs> Pero kung may pader nga, then being able to set up really nice lights is important. And it's not super expensive. It's probably one of the cheaper renovation works that you can do. Uh oh, parang pupunta ka lang sa mga hardware stores and then you just look for the, the light that's right for you. Yeah. Okay, so dahil Jan, I am so sorry that we didn't have a podcast last week. It's my fault. Ding, 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 ding. We were so busy with moving that I was just really caught up in the moment. We did have time when we could have recorded a podcast, but I was really caught up in the moment. And it's my fault that our streak was broken. Yeah, um, well, to be fair, it's also my fault. So it's both of our faults. Because there was a bit of time to squeeze it in, but we were in Boracay yes. with my family, and at the same time, we were moving. So we had decided to enjoy the moment instead. I guess perks of being the producers of the podcast <laughs> is deciding when to do it and not to do it. So but we're sorry, but we don't intend on doing that anymore for the rest of the year. Yeah. That will probably be the last time we miss a Sunday. Hopefully, we can do this tuloy-tuloy. At sana makapag-record din tayo ahead of time. Diba? Yeah. If we have trips, then we gotta make sure that we do things on time, and that includes the podcast. But moving along, we did talk about being in Boracay with the family. And My family. Yeah, with the Daes family. And it was quite the trip. So, Fofo, why did we decide to go on this trip? We had already been to Boracay last November. Bakit na ulit? Well, partly because we did go to Boracay in November. That was actually a big reason. Mm -hmm. So we were able to make cuenta to my brothers and my sisters that it was extremely cheap, especially yes. if you planned ahead. Mm -hmm. It would cost at maybe 80 to 90% less of the usual amount that it would take to go to Boracay. So I told my siblings, and because my sister from Belgium and her husband was coming home for January, it would have been the first time in a year and a half that the family with outlaws and in-laws yeah. and everyone combined and nieces, it was the first time that we were going to be complete. So my mom wanted to celebrate. So she said she's going to shell out part of the budget Yay! to subsidize a trip to Boracay <laughs> because yun nga, pasok naman sa budget. So we did it. So that was the major reason because we were going to be complete for the first time and we don't know when the next time that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It was nice that you guys were complete because I think the last time na kompleto kayong lahat was actually during the wedding. Oh, Our yeah. wedding. And oh, that was exactly yeah. last year. But Lucia wasn't there yet. 
she was still in Bea's belly at yeah, that time. Yeah, so like I said, this is the new complete family. It goes to show na kaya naman palang mag-travel, basta you follow the safety precautions that are given by the local government. Yeah, okay, Bonizi, so let's lay it out. We were a group of 14. Tama ba? No, we were a group of 15 adults and two children. So, kasama ko yung isa kong pinsan mm-hmm. na si Celine. And so, 15 adults. Kung 15 total. adults and two kids. So, we were 17 total. What did it take to organize the logistics? Just the preparation phase. How did you feel about it? For the preparation phase, of course, we had to make sure that everybody had a free date that they could go because some of us in the family have office jobs. And you know, naman pag office jobs, strict yeah, na Monday to Friday ang work nila. So they needed to schedule their leaves, so we needed to schedule this trip ahead of time. Mm -hmm. The second thing, which I think was very crucial, you need to have at least one person in the group who wants to be able to come up with a basic itinerary. Who is organized, basically. That was me. So what I did was that I tried to project all the possible expenses that we would have for the trip, and I laid it out for everyone, Mm -hmm. and I laid out how much my mom would subsidize and how much everyone else would need to cash out on a daily basis while we were there in Boracay and upfront costs which included the airfare, the PCR test, the transfer expenses and whatnot. Also food because I think something that people tend to forget is how much are we going to spend on a daily basis? How much are the meals in Boracay per meal of the day? Because not all restaurants are open, FYI. And I feel like this organization before the trip was extremely important because it took away a lot of stress and arguments. Mm-hmm. And it also helped na ako lang yung may gustong mag-organize talaga. Because if there were other people who wanted to organize, baka mag-away-away pa yan. And yun yung sobrang bad trip, ba? You're preparing for a trip na nga lang that's supposed to be super fun, nag-away pa kayo. Which, let's admit, it happens a lot of the time. I think another tip is that it's nice to have a pinpoint person like Mikael, for example, because it's hard to ask people, okay ba to? Okay ba to? Gusto niyo pa tong gawin? Just have one person choose kung saan kayo kakain and then everybody will be there fair and square. So what I did is I came up with the expense projection, asked everybody if they were okay with it, if they needed it to be lower or higher, then I would adjust accordingly and then we set it right away. And then that was that. Wala na. Wala nang galawan touch move na yun. And now we fast forward to the day that we actually flew to Boracay. Imagine a whole group of 17 going on one flight, checking into the hotel. It's a big operation and it required strict rules. Mm-hmm. The number one rule was everybody had to be early at the airport. We had a call time. It's taping na may call time. Kayo, no? So we said 8.30, lahat dapat nasa airport. Certain players in my family are very, very known to be not punctual, extremely tardy, all the time, which is why I challenged, mm-hmm. we all challenged each other to be on time. And hey, happily enough, we were all everyone the was there 8.30 a.m. on the dot or a bit earlier. And can I just say, that is the first time ever <laughs> in 33 years of my life that my family completely had been early. Yeah, and even for our own wedding, diba, or weddings of people that we know in the family, Lagi tayong late. Laging may nagmamadali. Laging may nasa stress. In fairness, I'm so proud. 2021 is shaping up to be a better year than the previous one because, hey, my family, they were all early. But the mindset, eh, I think that's also important when you're traveling as a big group. You need to have that mindset na makikisama ka talaga sa iba. Uh-oh. If there's a certain time that you need to be somewhere, 
have due diligence and make sure that you're there on time, diba? Kasi alang naman lahat magaantay sa yun, diba? Another tip that we had traveling as a big group is that I told my mom and I told Bonizi that we should bring food or snacks. Kasi we don't know how long the wait is going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, natin kung na delay yung flight for like say an hour or two hours and someone starts getting hungry. That hungriness, uh, that hunger becomes hangry. Hangry, ayon natin ng hangry friend. Hassle yun in a group of seventeen, madaling mahawa sa galit ng iba, and that's the last thing you want when you're traveling on a in an enclosed space like an airplane. Yeah, so, so make sure that you guys at least have a sandwich or you can buy something at the airport because there are stalls naman that are open. I bought some cinnamon rolls for the family, and my mom brought cheese rolls, so everybody was happy naman. The flight wasn't actually that bad, but I did notice that on flight it was a bigger plane than what we had the last time mm-hmm. and it was a lot fuller than our flight last November well there are basically more people going to Boracay I did say in another podcast episode that it seemed like my feed were all Boracay photos at one point really? back in December oh yeah because we did I'm surprised that you had a lot of photos because I actually didn't take a lot of no photos. my Instagram feed everybody was in Boracay oh, yeah everybody was in Boracay so it was only fair enough to think that people would follow suit and Actually, think na okay, okay na magtravel sa Boracay. Next stop is Katiklan. So we landed in Katiklan. The next thing was to go through the health declaration process, checkpoints, and just make sure that we all had our papers complete. Mm-hmm. This was the most time-consuming part. Mm-hmm. It's time-consuming because you don't really have a lot of people working at the port or the airport. And there are so many people coming in. So when we arrived at the airport, things went smoothly because they had a lot of booths. And thankfully, this time we didn't have to print out everything because we knew kung ano lang yung kailangan natin, which was our QR code to enter Boracay. Aside from that, when we actually went into the port for the boat ride, there was a lot of traffic. Yeah, and hindi talaga may iwasan because we're a big group na we would get separated a bit. Mm-hmm. So may antayan yan. Of course, walang iwanan to. So we had to wait for the last person to come in. And unfortunately, that did take a while. So overall, boarding the bangka and getting ourselves um, health declared and checked, I think that was the longest process. It took around maybe an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. But like I said, you need to be able to tell everyone in the group that this could happen para alam na nila para mm-hmm. ready na yung pasensya nila and it's good that we also ate ahead of time because this yeah. was something that was unforeseen we didn't know that we were going to be waiting this long at the port so thankfully walang hangry pagdating pa lang namin sa Boracay saka lang kami naging hangry huge shout out to Island Star Express they were our transfer company mm-hmm. that helped us out and they were extremely accommodating with us and they made the transfer process as smooth as it yes. could possibly be. So just a shout out to them. Actually, I just want to say that while we were in the port area scanning the QR code, they were so good with getting everything in order, all the documents needed. But one thing that I wish could have been better, na mas maraming manpower behind the scenes. Because there were only two counters open at that time and there were a lot of people. So maybe if there was one or two more counters open, the process would have been smoother. But of course, I mean, you can't really dictate ko ano yung manpower ng isang company or dun support area. Yeah, these are just uh, things that we noticed mm-hmm. and that we feel could be improved upon. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, we were okay with what happened. Our transfer to Barakay was pretty smooth and we got to our hotel really, really smoothly, and I'm just so happy that we stayed at Sur. 
So Sur Beach Resort helped us out because they gave me and Bonizi a couple of free nights and they were extremely, extremely hospitable and nice to my whole family. So thank you so much. Also a huge shout out to you guys because you were one of the big reasons why our experience on the island was just super fun and memorable. It was nice because as soon as we arrived in Sur, they had welcome drinks for the whole group. And when you got there, they actually had dogs behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Na super cute. You could go up to them and just say hi and pet them, of course, with the permission of the owner. Now, Boracay proper. How did we plan and manage this whole group of how many? 17? 17. So what we did was that we created a schedule for everyone, pero not a strict one. Kasi mm -hmm. sobrang hassle nun. My siblings, they're like me. They're super spontaneous. They want <laughs> to be able to do their own thing. They want their freedom. But at the same time, this trip was subsidized by my mom. So what I told everyone was that we should all spend lunch and dinner together mm -hmm. every single time. But in between that, kayo kayo na. Yeah, as soon as we got there, we had lunch together right mm -hmm. beside our hotel and we set a really nice dinner for our family right in Sur. And let me just say, it was probably one of my favorite meals on that trip. We had such delicious food. They had yummy shrimp. There was parang lechon, lechon belly, and we had like a variety of food, but it was such an amazing dinner that we had at Sur. Thank you so much, Sur. Aside from that schedule, another tip and trick that I can share is that because madame kami, you should use that strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is that I would talk to the people na nagaalok to do fly fishing or banana boating or the ones renting out uh, water sports equipment, specifically the paddleboard. I would rent out the paddleboard and or a skimboard and a kayak for the whole day na. Mm -mm. So I would ask them for a super big discount na lang kasi we're renting it for the whole day. Yeah. And the cost of that would be divided na lang by all my siblings. So imagine if we rented out a kayak for 1,500 pesos for the whole day na, divided by 17 people, that's less than 100 pesos per person. Um, divided by 15 because the two there were the kiddos. Oh, the 100 pesos per person. <laughs> Regardless, if you are able to do these things, then you have water activities to do throughout the day at any time that you want. So biglang my freedom yan. Because mm -hmm. sometimes my pressure to finish the 30 minutes right away. Yeah. Pero with the way that we did it, we were able to have those water sports activities at any time during the day. You know what was so cool was that during our last trip, natayong dalawalang, we actually stayed in a resort that was a bit more secluded. So it was further away from the main beach. But since we were staying in Sur, which was along Station 1, as soon as we woke up, we could go straight to the beach and it wasn't a far walk. Aside from that, probably my favorite thing and the very first time I'd ever done this in Boracay is that Bonizi and I rented out a scooter. I didn't get to drive it though because, well, I haven't really driven a scooter. It's not ours and I just didn't want to get into an accident. But it was pretty fun, I must say. I mean, Inaten, when it comes to moving around Boracay and getting on the tricycle in the morning for lunch and at dinner or when you want to go out, those expenses do pile up. And tricycles in Boracay are a bit more expensive, understandably. For the tourists, most especially. Especially for the tourists. But when we rented out a scooter, walang guilt. We would go back and forth mm -hmm. to station 3, station 2, station 1, all the way to the other side of the island <laughs> simply because the scooter was ours for the day. Actually, for the whole trip. We rented it out for two and a half days. So, masasabi mo ba na 
we saved money by renting out a scooter. Most right? definitely. We definitely saved money. We also saved time. Okay. Because having to hail down a tricycle sometimes if you're in a weird part of the island, uh -huh. you might not be able to. So we saved money, we saved time, and we added a ton of convenience, I think. Also because we were... And we got a lot... Sorry, Bones. Okay. We also got a lot of super duper cute photos and videos. Also because we were able to rent out a scooter, nakapunta din tayo to a side of Boracay that we actually haven't been to before. Which I think nobody has really been to. Not a lot of people has been to. Not a lot of tourists go to this area because it's not on the main beach and it's not as easily accessible to get to. This side of Boracay is called Tambisaan Beach. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Waters are super blue, waves are big, and it's extra windy. And there was also this area that was pretty interesting. Uh, it was on top of a cliff, yeah. but it seemed like there used to be some sort of structure there. But now, parang wala na yatang, uh, no, there literally was nothing there. But it was just so beautiful to take pictures. And I'm just really happy that we were able to go to a different side of Barakai. We also got to pass by where most of the locals live on the island. And as we wrap up this Boracay segment of the podcast, I have to say it was a beautiful experience being there with my family. Mm -hmm. Even my family members and siblings said that they really enjoyed seeing Boracay in this state because there weren't a lot of people, but it had its pros and its cons. It's a very bittersweet trip for us. Yeah. Although there are more businesses open in Boracay, the fact of the matter is there needs to be more people coming through. They need more business coming in. They need more income and revenue. And that was a sad part about it. Uh, one example is that we would visit this restaurant every morning because we really liked the food and the breakfast there. But to our surprise, the two mornings that we were there, we were there for around three, four hours, we were the only ones in it. And that's just not enough for a restaurant to stay open. So it's nice seeing Boracay so isolated, but there needs to be more progress moving forward. And the only way we can do that is to help one another out. And hopefully this podcast lets you guys know that Boracay is open. Hopefully piques your interest and, and if available. And it is safe to travel too. It is safe to travel if you follow the rules and regulations. So if you want to and if you can, please do go support our tourism all over the Philippines. So right after our trip to Boracay, we actually went home to our new place right behind you. And it wasn't as, I guess, clean as it looks like now, although there's a lot that we can still do. But there were definitely a lot of boxes laid out in the living room, in the kitchen, and in the various rooms. At this point, I think it's safe to say that we have completely moved. I'm so happy with the process that we went through because it wasn't really stressful. It wasn't as stressful as we thought it would be because we started early. Yeah, we gave ourselves a good 15 days. Mm -hmm. And because of this, it's quite funny because I have a friend. We have a friend that's also moving and she's giving herself like 20, 25 days. <laughs> and I was super proud of her because it was really going to help lower and reduce the stress levels of moving. Because when you give yourself time, of course, if it's available to you, then you figure out kung ano ba talaga yung kailangan mong dalhin sa bago mong bahay, diba? But aside from that, and aside from the non-stress that we experienced during the move, when we finally moved into our condo, there were some different things that we didn't foresee. The first problem was 
the bathroom was stanky and it was stanky because there were some problems in the pipes most especially in the unit below us yeah aside from that the cupboards because of the leaks were deteriorating so parang inaanay na or nagdi-deteriorate na yung wood mm -mm. because there was water on top of it for the longest time because we had it moved in for years for years so we had to ask maintenance to come in and help us and thankfully they were able to fix everything that needed to be fixed but of course we don't know how long it's going to stay fixed diba like minsan may mga problema talaga tayong pinagdadaanan pagdating sa ganyan welcome soba to the podcast oh my gosh the second problem that we faced was we moved in the tv on the very last day that we had in our previous unit and as soon as the maintenance team for the tv came in they realized na wala pala tayong mapaglalagyan para sa TV. The reason is the TV is quite big and heavy, so the drywall where we were supposed to mount the TV couldn't hold the weight. Uh oh, kasi mounted lang siya. Wall mounted. Wall mounted lang yung TV namin. So the solution that we had was that we bought a generic TV stand, mm -hmm. which we hope and prayed would fit the TV. We installed it yesterday night. Ponizi and I did it ourselves, and luckily and fortunately, it worked out. So our TV is right over there, standing happily. Bathroom problems aside, TV mounting problems aside, I think the only thing left in this house is to fix the computer room, which we are currently doing. So Ponizi, what else has to be done in the computer room? We actually have to plug in our computers because they're not plugged in yet. Yeah, and I think most importantly, we need blinds. So there are a lot of windows in this condo, and that's great. Sunlight yeah. is amazing. We love sunlight, just like what we mentioned earlier. But 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 sunlight is also extremely hot. Kahit nakaon yung aircon, napakainit parehong salob ng mga kwarto, parang sauna. Oh my, chakap parang naawa ako sa mga gadgets natin because even Sal was like, at imegang init na po ng monitor nyo. Quick update, we actually ordered some rolling blinds and we're super excited because we're going to talk about that here on the podcast and of course, we're going to show all of you. Makikita nyo sa next podcast namin, medyo may diffuser dito ng konti. So now that we've talked about all the problems in this condo and we have been saying that we are moving to Subic, but as you can see, this is not Subic. It's not Subic. We're still in Manila. <laughs> so Bonizi, what is the plan? Let's give everyone an update. Okay, promise hindi kami nambobudol. We really are planning on moving to Subic. But the whole thing with that house is it's really old. And when you have a really old house, you also have really old pipes, electrical, and that's something that we need to fix. But also, aside from that, we also want to fix it up to the design that will best fit our needs. So basically, the house in Subic needs to be renovated. And that is going to take a lot of money and a lot of time. And we want to be patient with it. Moving to Subic is a huge operation, not just for us personally, but more so in terms of our work. So when we move there, we need to make sure that everything there is ready to receive us. Oh nga eh, kasi we do have work online, but we also still have our work with GMA. And that means that we might have to go to taping, we might have to go to the studio. So like Mikael said, kailangan ayus na talaga lahat. May tamang computer room tayo, may tamang oh, studio. Yan ang dream ko. Oh my gosh, magka-studio tayo sa bahay. The last thing I want to do is move to Subic and 24-7 for the first 60 days, binabantayan namin yung plumbing, yung electrical, <laughs> kung ano yung mangyayari. That's the last thing we we want to do we want to be able to move there and know that everything is just going to work you know what fofo i think having these little problems here in this place that we're living in now 
has given me a bigger perspective on how to handle these things and what to foresee whenever we do move to Subic. Because I didn't think that we would have problems with our piping, honestly, because it's a condo, you know, people usually maintain that. But minsan hindi mo talaga namamalayan na ayaw nga, kailangan pala natin bantayan to. As Bonizi put it, experience is one of the best teachers. But you have to be willing to go mm -hmm. through it. If we were not willing to move kung natakot lang kami, we would have never gone through this experience. Hence, we would have never learned. Okay, Fofo. Para lang may timeline tayo. When do you think Subic is really going to happen? Well... At the very least, we will be going to Subic several times in a month. Like, I'm going to Subic this week and then next weekend again. Oh, so, well, I also see us going back and forth ng madalas, especially since it is a home that we can actually stay in because may mga gamit na. But aside from that, when do we start the design process? Excited na ako doon. I don't know. I'm not sure. So we'll take it a day at a time and see what happens. But our goal is sometime this year. Okay, so looking forward to the sometime this year that we actually move back to my hometown. So we'll see how things go and don't worry because we will definitely update you guys through the podcast. And now we get to the last segment of our podcast where we will talk about some of our goals this 2021. Specifically, it pertains to fitness. Bonizi. <laughs> last year in 2020, during our wedding, I can honestly say that I was at my most unfit because I wasn't working out. I was eating whatever I wanted. The complete opposite of what somebody would normally do before their wedding. So I was at a certain weight. I got in shape during quarantine. And now one year after our wedding, I am back to our wedding weight. What about you, Fofo? For me, I think I can honestly say 32 years old. I'm 33 now, just turned 33. Mm -hmm. At 32 years old, I was the most unfit I had ever been. And at 33, I plan on changing all of that completely. Up to this day, I have been able to go to the gym 7 out of 10 days. Of the 10 previous days so far. And that's an accomplishment. I plan on continuing that. I'm hitting the gym after we record this podcast. And that would make it the 4th straight day that I'm in it. I'm starting to eat well. I know that it's a process. This isn't something new to Bonizi and it's I. It's not something that happens overnight for sure. And You've I, been through this process yeah. of having to try and motivate yourself to get into the fitness routine again. I think one thing that I don't want to go through is having to go on a roller coaster ride of my weight, of having to like feel motivated to work out. Because one thing I kept saying over and over again during the Facebook Live that I had, now working out was that make it a point that you don't rely on motivation to get yourself to the gym because the moment that you do that what if wala ka motivation, wala ka motivation for the whole week or for the whole month ibig sabihin hindi ka gym so that is my mindset for 2021 is i really have to push myself kahit hindi ko na feel na mag gym Pumunta ka pa rin sa gym. Yeah, like make it. it a routine. I like yeah. that, Bonizi. That's cool. That is so cool. I like what Bonizi said. Don't rely on motivation. Rely on your routine. Mm -hmm. So whether you like it or not, because it is there on your schedule, you have to do it. Yeah. And it is in Bonizi's schedule every single day to work out and eat well. So regardless of how she feels and how motivated she feels, she's got to do it. 
Here's an example of Bonizi's attitude, which she constantly falls back on and she has to remind herself to get out of it. There's this thing called an assault bike in our gym. Mm -hmm. And I told Bonizi that as a finisher, we were gonna get on it for four minutes. Yun lang talaga. And I told her to hit a certain speed and the first thing she told me when I gave her her speed was... I can't do it. The speed was around 250 watts of power. That's what I asked for. Bonizi, what was your maximum power? 498. 500 watts. Yeah, it was 500. Bonizi hit more than double of what I asked for. But the first thing she told me when I asked her to do it was no, I can't. Parang feeling ko nadadala ko dun sa, sa weaknesses ko. And I feel like I can't do it, I can't do this. And honestly, Fofo told me, he felt really sad and really hurt by my reaction. So that's why I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to excuse myself from doing a challenge. I'm going to make sure that I have a don't rely on motivation mindset and that I really just try out anything before I say no to it. The reason why I felt so sad was because she didn't even try. The first thing she did was no. She said, no, I cannot. And I didn't need her to hit this certain speed. It wasn't a requirement. I wasn't going to love her less if she didn't hit that speed. What I really just wanted was that just try it out. Let's see what you had. I just gave her, let's try for this goal. And it was actually an easy goal. Yeah. Because she hit double of that. Yet it was her inability to want to do it, which made me so sad. I told her that hopefully when she faces a challenge like that, similar to that in any other field in any other industry in any other situation i hope that she would actually try it first before mm -hmm. she says no oh means nakakatakot talaga just to jump into something that you're unsure of or unaware of especially something like that because the reason why i was so hesitant to do it at first is because it's been a while since i've actually been able to exercise on that but i shouldn't have let my fears get in the way of me actually trying to do it because i didn't know my capacity for it the best thing that i could do was actually try it and the last part of this new health phase and health journey for Bonizi and Fofo is our food. Mm -hmm. Now, what's happened recently is that nagbawas kami sa gaming expenses namin. A big, malaking big expense. Okay, malaking bagay dyan is that we streamlined what games we played, especially for 2021. Mm -hmm. So because of that, we were able to cut down our monthly gaming expenses by more than half. I would say maybe 80% cut on our gaming expenses and I told Bones maybe we can put all our savings on gamings and put it on fitness. So we're thinking about maybe hiring a chef to come in once a week to help us meal prep and source and come up with really really good recipes para masayang masaya kami habang kumakain kami ng healthy food. Yeah, because before we used to actually order meal plans, I'm game for trying something new. Because that is our motto for 2021. Try something new. Try something out of the box. And Fofo has actually been doing a lot of research on healthy recipes. So I'm excited for that. It's actually the research that pushed me into thinking about getting a personal chef. Mm -hmm. Simply because I would want someone who I can show a YouTube video to and say, Hey, subukan naman natin to. Try natin. 
Wow, I didn't think that we would actually think about getting a personal chef. But of course, okay, it's not like we're getting this personal chef full-time. We just want someone maybe once a week, twice a week mm -hmm. to help us meal prep and from time to time make us something nice while they're here. No, it's also cool because at least they can also teach us how to do these, these things para when it comes to a point na hindi sila available, we can also meal prep for ourselves. Exactly. And there you go. That's it for our fitness plan for 2021. I would just like to go over one last topic before we end this podcast, and that is talking about beep cards. Bonizi works with an organization called Smile Train, mm -hmm. and one of the giveaways that they had was beep cards. And apparently, that is what uh, most Filipinos use to get on MRT, LRT, and to pay for these yes. transport services. I also saw this in Ministop. You can pay for your purchases with this beep card. Okay. And it just reminded me of the octopus card in Hong Kong. Yeah. And the octopus card kasi, is a cashless payment system using that card and you just tap it to pay for any, almost anything mm -hmm. that you want. And my dream and my hope is that this beep card becomes as ubiquitous as the octopus card. Oh, nice. So instead of having to open your phone and use these apps all the time, you can just tap the card that you have. Yeah, so hopefully, I'm just putting it out there. I wonder if those are some of the plans of the beep card. Mm -hmm. So for some of the viewers who know something more about the roadmap for this, maybe share it with us. I'd like to get excited about it. And that is it for the podcast. Thanks guys for joining us. And don't forget that you can email us at behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com if you want to send us a message. Also, we have our little Sobadoba over here who wants to say hello and goodbye to everybody that watches the podcast. Thank you guys and we'll see you again next time. I'm Bones. I'm Fofo and this is Soba. Bye. See ya.